Good afternoon, guys. I want to talk politics this evening. So my podcast is about learning the ways of God and how, you know, learning to apply his principles in life. We tend to think of God as anything in the Bible not relevant to life, right? We tend to think of the Bible as, um, well, we just leave the (laughs) principles on the pages. But this podcast is really all about showing how God's word is quite relevant to our life and how our lives would be better if we held on to the word of God. Now, one of the spheres that God tends to get left out of a lot is politics. In fact, many politicians believe that morality and God has no place in politics. The United States and several other nations are big on keeping God out of the, um, keeping state and church separate. But that isn't good and it's not the ideal and it's not what God would have wanted. And when you think that would cause less problems, it actually creates more. Now, I was thinking what led me to do this podcast. So I'm doing this podcast because as I was sitting here thinking about the Ukraine and Russian war, I um, it occurred to me that World War One. World War II, this current war between Ukraine and Russia, and any future wars would not happen if we put God in politics. A lot of government systems have fallen and remain imperfect because of the separation between church and state. Again, many politicians believe and preach that it is a good thing to separate church and state and we have a lot and they have a lot of supporters in society right non-politicians who stand by that certain lobby groups who stand by that but god was never meant or he never wanted to be left out of politics and it is not a good idea to leave him out of politics now let's look at romans 13 Romans 13 looks at the submission to governing authorities. It says that everyone be subject to the governing authorities for there is no authority except that which which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. Consequently, whoever rebels against the authority is rebelling against what God has instituted and those who do so will bring judgment on themselves. I am moving to verse 3 now. For rulers hold no terror for those who do right, but for those who do wrong. Do you want to be free from fear of the one in authority? Then do what is right and you will be commended. For the one in authority is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid for rulers. Be afraid for rulers do not bear the sword for no reason. They are God's servants, agents of wrath to bring punishment to the wrongdoer. Therefore, it is necessary to submit to the authorities not only because of possible punishment, but also as a matter of conscience. It continues, this is also why you pay taxes, for the authorities are God's servants who give their full time to governing. Well, look at that. God was actually part and parcel of politics. You see, the government... Unfortunately, politics has become, well, politics has always been corrupted. It has always been about power, wanting to rule, right? Politics has been 
it's dominated by men and women who want who are driven by ambition not necessarily driven by a concern for mankind or a desire to uphold the word of god but men and women who are driven by personal ambition to have power it is the lust for power that drives a lot of people into politics but when we look at romans 1 through 6 we see that God actually established government for his will to be done to ensure that mankind upholds the word of God to ensure morality. So if government rulers, if heads of states and their cabinets and their, their, and the, um, the various government offices and ministries depending on the type of government system that a country has, if they would abide by the word of God, half of the problems that this world has, we would not have. The, we live in a... Okay, so we, it's not as... The international system is anarchic, right? It is anarchic because we don't have a central governing body. The United Nations, the World Bank, the International Monetary Fund, all of these function as mediators, right? Uh, among these sovereign states but we don't have a central governing authority however if each individual head of state and its government would abide by the word of god wars wouldn't break out at the rate that they break out social ills that certain nations have like crime would not be a major problem the poverty rate would not be out of control in some countries because the leaders would be doing what God has asked them to do. Now, I want to... Um, okay, so this podcast is a bit longer than the others. And um, it needs to be. Because this is a topic little discussed in Christian circles and generally. Right now, I did some research on the topic of good governance. I was actually doing it for a seminar that I decided not to do at the last minute. I was... Going to, I was one of the speakers at the seminar and I decided at the last minute I didn't want to do it because of how things were being run, right? But I did do the research and I, I ended up doing the project. So I'm going to share a bit of what I discovered in my preparation for the seminar. Now, when we think of the term governance, according to the World Bank, and I'm going to quote for you what it says, Conceptually, governance can be defined as the rule of the rulers, typically within a given set of rules. One might conclude that governance is the process by which authority is conferred on rulers, by which they make the rules, and by which those rules are reinforced and modified. Thus, understanding governance requires an identification of both the rulers and the rules, as well as the various processes by which they are selected, defined, and linked together and with the society generally, right? So in a nutshell, when I looked at the different um, definitions of governance, at heart, it's, it really has to do with the government and how it runs its state, right? But what is interesting about these um, definitions of good governance is the fact that they leave God out. In fact, there was one definition that um, I think it's the United Nations, right? So the United Nations Human Rights Council had, has some principles on what it believes is good governance, right? 
and one of those principles had quotation marks around good and the quotation marks suggested that uh, they didn't want to say that there was one form of good governance that that term good is subjective and they talked about well I'll, let me stop there let me not go into the next point but right so they talked about good as subjective good is good it's not subjective it's just good right and this world needs to include in its concept of good governance the word of god it also needs to it needs to include in its discussion of politics the word of god i assure you if we did that more than half the problems we have we would not have so the idea of uh, morality has no place in politics which is a machiavellian idea that comes from his political work the prince really doesn't make any sense and it's not going to hold up in god's court because clearly romans 13 1 to 6 makes clear makes it very clear that god is involved in politics and he needs to be involved in politics and when we think about how we govern society we need to think about him too so i wanted to share that with you because we don't discuss it enough do we even discuss it Anyway, have a good evening.